Good afternoon, Woke fam. This is Scott here from Woke Societies, here to drop another episode of amazing content. I'm having a great day today because the CEO, Jack Dorsey of Twitter, is having an absolutely awful day. If you guys didn't hear, Twitter was hacked yesterday and some of the biggest accounts on the profile, including Obama, Joe Biden, Elon Musk, Apple, Cash App, all of these profiles were overtaken in displaying a message to get Bitcoin. And it was this huge scam, and it absolutely was amazing to laugh and watch at Twitter as they burned and as this entire situation took place because in the midst of all of it, we got screenshots of exactly what Twitter does, and they shadow ban. We have proof of this now. We're going to dive into that and so much more with Twitter. Along with that, we have AJ Barr absolutely torching big tech, Hollywood, and others, and business leaders that are aligning with the CCP. And it is a game changer to what he has said today. So we're going to dive into that, some more Ghislaine Maxwell updates, and everything going on with COVID that's still remaining, and so, so much more. So before we begin, as I always like to do, let's just hear a word from our sponsor. Now, I've been talking about these guys for a long time now, and here they are again. Flip City Magazine, America's Last Laugh. This is the best comedy satire magazine that you can get for you and your family. It is completely PC free and you can see it right there. This magazine is made by two beautiful people out in California that are completely independent and they are doing this because they love this country and this is exactly why they are a sponsor. You're going to get headlines like everybody hates Bill Gates and I'm sure everyone on this channel agrees with this. The kids are on our right. Song Bland, Stars in Quarantine, Woke World and Friends Be Aging Badly. And those are just some of the headlines that you're going to get but they're really funny. This is Mad Magazine on steroids. This is something to get excited about. So how much does this cost? Do you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. When you go over to flipcitymag.com, you're going to come over here to their beautiful website and you can click around and see exactly what kind of articles and what kind of headlines you're going to get. And when you go in to their products page here, you're going to see how much it is. And Right now, you can literally get a year, one-year subscription, guys, for $20. It's $5 a magazine. There is a magazine that comes out per quarter. And I'm telling you right now, the print, this is the print issue. So this will come directly to your door in a professionally packaged package. And it's really awesome. It feels great in your hands. And there's always the options for the single issues as well. But I'm telling you guys right now for $5 a magazine, you cannot beat that subscription. And the best part it the best part about it is right now, they are being mailed out starting today. Everyone's been asking me, where are the magazines? Well, we've been getting the orders in and now they're ready to be, to be re, uh, produced and they're coming out today. And now, don't forget all our international people, you can now also order the magazine as well. We're shipping all over the world. So go check it out. This is, again, FlipCityMagazine.com, America's Last Laugh. And when you support my sponsors, you are supporting this channel. So thank you for allowing, allowing me to do that. So as I always like to do, I like to start out with the laugh. And I found something absolutely hilarious that you guys will love. If you guys didn't see this video yesterday from the Power Tie, this is a satire video clip. It's um, it, it's a perfectly, this is like memes memes and videos. It's really good. So we're going to start out with this video. I guarantee it's going to make you laugh. Let's watch this and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. First time I think, you know, uh, acting that I had put on a costume and really felt like the character. I think, you know, whether you're playing a god or, a, uh, you know, a <laughs> human or whatever, you just, you make it real. She's just so self-involved. She, she has no social graces, let's put it that way. And she does a lot of horrible things. 
She wants to keep her lifestyle going. But it was all a kind of a mistake that he's got so... He, he believed in something that wasn't actually true. So he, but he's this kind of angry, nasty, scary person who lives in this horrible old buggy place. It's so much fun not to think about anything, but just this crazy character. I wanted her to be a really despicable and, and, and just not very nice woman, definitely. Um, he has a questionable character and questionable integrity um, coupled with a sort of crippling self-knowledge of his relative lack of talents. I met Mrs. and President Obama and uh, it was just, I thought that I was gonna like vomit all over them because they, they've, they've sadly done some damage. I'm not a man that enjoys wearing a dress. Uh, for me, as an actor, it's like if somebody goes to Walmart to work, they put on their uniform. For me, that's putting on a uniform, going out making people laugh. I will eat my neighbors. You know, as kids, as you do, you know, you play cowboys and Indians, you know, and um, never once did I want to be the cowboy. Never once. I wanted to be the Indian. Uh... Uh, what was the question? <laughs> I'm attracted to young people, boys, girls. I mean, my two favorite groups are the elderly and the young. God, I wish that was a real movie. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring it all to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold, stay woke Open up your eyes and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through projects looking glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Won't society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh, yeah. How good was that? <laughs> When I first saw that in Power Time, I thought that was a real, this was like a real movie trope, but I was looking at the actors, I'm like, wait, this is Hollywood. They're not going to do a, a Trump movie. Then it hit me that it was satire, but it's so good. The satire was so good. But again, you're going to get that with my sponsor too, so go check him out. FlipCityMag.com in the description. All right. So where are we going to go from here? So as I wanted to start out with, let's start out with this Twitter hack because it was, this was all everyone was talking about. And the thing is too, when these things happen, you have to think about what is this distracting from? But we'll get into all that later. But let's go start here. We have an article here from Zero Hedge. Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and others hacked an unprecedented Twitter attack and Bitcoin scam over $100,000 stolen in minutes. A massive hack, which allegedly has originated at a Twitter employee with access to the user management panel, was has affected hundreds of billionaires and politicians, including Obama, Joe Biden, Gates, Kanye West, Elon Musk. And by the way, Kanye West is out of the presidential election. Wiz Khalifa, Apple, Uber, Jeff Bezos, and Benjamin Netanyahu. 
Tweets urge people to send money to a Bitcoin address. Over $113,000 has been sent so far. And Twitter, oh, their, their Twitter support, uh, Twitter, whatever they, whatever they are, was super struggling yesterday. We're going to look at this too. They would say we were investigating and taking steps to fix it. They were being really nonchalant about it because this is a very serious attack. For about an hour, Twitter blocked verified account users from sending tweets or resetting their passwords. Unfortunately, around 6.30 p.m., the blue check mark scourge was back. Twitter may or may not be on it, or it could just be the hackers tweeting some more. But it says right now, well, this was as of yesterday, we are aware of the security incident and impacting accounts on Twitter. We are investigating and taking steps to fix it. We will update everyone shortly. So what was going on here? So I'm going to try to find some tweets here so you guys can see. So this is what we were seeing yesterday. So if you were on Twitter anytime between like two o'clock to like six, this is all everyone was talking about because we have the big Twitter accounts like Barack Obama, Joe Biden. They were all giving the same message saying, I'm giving back to my community community due to COVID-19. All Bitcoin sent to my address below will be sent back doubled. If you send $1,000, we'll send back 2000 This is like a Bitcoin address, almost like a link. And they're saying they're doing it only for 30 minutes. And the problem was, this says the problem for Twitter as it scrambles to figure out what happened is that this is not an actual attack of individual accounts. But as noted below, reportedly a Twitter employee with access to the user management panel was hacked. In other words, someone hacked a Twitter account with access to virtually every Twitter account. That, if confirmed, would make the epic Sony hack from several years back seem tiny in comparison. And everyone remembers when Sony got hacked and that was such a huge deal. But now, now Twitter got hacked and it was we were finding out later on that it was actually through a Twitter employee that had at, like this all these admin um like accesses and it was able to literally it, they were able to attach any account and they were able to write as any account as they wanted to. Can you this is almost as bad as deep fakes. Imagine if Someone had gotten a hold of the president's Twitter and tweeted out something that was super, this not of him, not what he said, but caused something as crazy as like World War III or tweeting out about defense secrets or who knows what else. That That is the scary part about this entire thing. But as it was happening, us, my friends, and many others were laughing at Twitter because it was fun to watch Jack and others just squirm like the little worms they are because it was nice seeing them being attacked instead of us for once. And this is why I don't feel bad for Jack or Twitter or any of these guys whatsoever. But it gets even more interesting. As, as this was happening, break nine, Breaking 911 on Twitter was saying, update on Twitter hack. According to numerous reports, all blue check Twitter accounts cannot tweet now. Shares of Twitter fell 3% in after hours trading. And it was really funny seeing the tweets come out of this because when the blue check marks were all off, and we all hate the blue check marks, right? That includes the corrupt politicians, the entertainers, Hollywood, the fake news uh, media pundit heads, all those people that just, you know, we cannot stand. We were all trying to get <laughs> to make Twitter an autonomous zone of ourselves. And we were trying to make, um, what's his name? James O'Keefe from Project Veritas, the leader of our new <laughs> autonomous zone on Twitter. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. The blue check marks were allowed back on. It was like around 6 or 6.30 and they all came back and we were all very sad. But for just a few hours, we had Twitter without the scumbags on it. It was really cool, but it ended abruptly. But he, some more information on this because this is, it's a very serious thing. Mike Cowdrey, Cowdrey, 
Breaking, alleged leaked pictures from the Twitter admin control panel that was compromised showcased the buttons, trends blacklist, and search blacklist, indicating Twitter does, and that's in all caps, have the ability to shadow ban its users. This is no secret. We've seen them. We've seen them admit this on Project Veritas, but we actually got a screenshot of what this looks like. So before we look at that screenshot, let's look at this from Motherboard. And I'm almost hesitant to read this from Motherboard because they're from Vice, which is a huge fake news outlet. But this is... They had the main story on this that came out first. So this is from Motherboard. Twitter is removing images of internal tool sources, say enables account takeover. After a wave of account takeover, screenshots of an internal Twitter user admin tool are being shared in the hacking underworld. On Wednesday, a wave of high-profile accounts were, were hacked, which we know. Two sources close to or inside the underground hacking community provided Motherboard with screenshots of an internal panel they claim is used by Twitter workers to interact with users' accounts. One source said the Twitter panel was also used to change ownership of so-called OG accounts, accounts that have a handle consisting of only one or two characters, as well as facilitating the tweeting of the cryptocurrency scams from high-profile accounts. So this is where it gets really hairy for Twitter. This screenshot right here is getting banned right now, and anyone posting it as of yesterday was getting their account suspended or getting 12-hour bans. Now take a look at this. When this entire thing was going on, this is what was getting exposed. So this is what an admin working in Twitter in Silicon Valley, wherever they are, this is what an admin can see. And as you can see here, look at this, everybody. We have a search blacklist, trends blacklist, compromised, read only, bounced, inactive, protected. Right here is what we all knew was happening right along. But now we have a screenshot of what it actually looks like from somebody that's actually doing the shadow banning to somebody else. And you can clearly tell we have buttons for compromised trends blacklist. So we have trends probably like QAnon are probably on there. Uh, Obamagate, things along those nature will be in trends blacklist. And then you can search for blacklist names. So the fact that they have a database of blacklist names, which we already knew, profiles we already knew, this is being actively used all the time by Twitter. And this got exposed yesterday. And Jack Dorsey and Twitter support were all in the all in the uh, just constantly tweeting out yesterday. We are so sorry this happened. This is awful. Blah blah blah. They were trying to mitigate it down to nothing, and this is a huge huge deal. It is worse than the Sony hack at this point. Over a hundred thousand dollars worth of money was fraudulently taken from people. People that thought they were actually helping. And the funny part was, is Donald Trump's account didn't get hacked. So I'm waiting for Adam Schiff to get a new investigation riled up because maybe Russia had something to do with this too. And because Trump wasn't hacked, maybe this will usher in a brand new investigation by Schiff and we'll be starting all over again. I'm being completely sarcastic right now, but would it surprise you? Not one bit. And this is just some more images from Twitter support yesterday as the fire burned. We detected what we believe to be a coordinated social engineering attack by people who successfully targeted some of our employees with access to internal systems and tools. No shit, Twitter. No way. Really? Couldn't figure that out the first time that it happened when Obama and Biden were tweeting out the same same message with Bitcoin addresses. Didn't realize. So everyone's wondering, well, who the hell is behind these attacks? Well, that supposedly somebody at Twitter did most of the work for them. Now, this is a this is an article from the New York Post. Hackers reportedly paid Twitter staffer to help with high-profile attack. 
Hackers paid a Twitter employee who helped them carry out an unprecedented attack on several high-profile accounts, report says. The Twitter insider allegedly worked with hackers to take over the accounts of Tesla and all the other people I just listed before. One of the anonymous hackers involved in Wednesday's attack told the outlet they paid the employee for their help, though the terms of their perpetual deal are unclear. Now, this is a lot of these details are still murky, but it seems like from what we're hearing that somebody inside was set up they had access to the accounts the hackers were looking for, and they pretty much paid this person to allow them to run just rough shot on the biggest accounts on Twitter. And here's the damage that we're all seeing. We used a rep that literally done all the work for us. Another hacker told the tech news site published by Vice News. Now, big tech right now is already in huge trouble with the government and everything else with uh, the Section 230 and all this censorship stuff. The fact that they were so easily hacked and so easily compromised, we are lucky that it wasn't anything more serious than just $100,000 worth of Bitcoin. We're talking issues that could possibly have sprouted a war, tensions with countries, the list goes on and on. But it is a wake-up call for Twitter and many of these other social media companies to wake the hell up and get their stuff together. Because this is crazy. And none of it's been blamed on QAnon yet. None of it's been blamed on Trump yet, which I'm shocked. I was waiting for the articles to come out this morning blaming blaming QAnon for this hack or it was a QAnon supporter, as they always do. But, of course, there's always some kind of some kind of asshole that wants to just muddy the waters. And this guy is from Chris Liu. As the Twitter accounts of prominent people slash companies are hacked, let's take the note of how troubling it is for our president to announce policy decisions. He's talking about Trump here, including military threats on a platform susceptible susceptible to intrusions. We're one hack away from a major international incident. Now, the only problem I have with him is because he calls out the president for using Twitter for announcing policy changes and, and other things with, with other countries. But guess what? We can't trust the news, and, and Twitter is the perfect platform besides the keyboards and QAnon to get around the mainstream media. But he does have a point saying we're one hack away from a major international incident, and that is true. That is true, and that should put Twitter on notice. And it's not just Twitter, it's everyone else, because from what it looks like, this looks like this was Twitter's security system. A Cheeto jammed in a doorknob, just waiting to be opened by anyone that has the balls to open it. And that's why I thought this was great. This is from Logan Hall on Twitter. A Cheeto jammed into a door. A door lock was their security system. And we can tell it was easily taken over and it caused enough damage. It was over. It was a minutes over $100,000 of money was taken. And Bitcoin was transferred out. And those people are probably never going to get that money back again. But it wasn't just there that the problems for big tech came into the main spotlight. We have a scorching Scorching press briefing from AJ Barr today. I didn't watch the whole thing. I caught the last 10 minutes of it. I didn't get any video clips from it in the meantime, but I do have some articles talking about the main points and why this wraps up Twitter, big tech, Disney, um, Apple, all these companies that are tied up with the CCP and how they are literally encouraging propaganda from China to come over to our country and big tech and all these other companies are allowing it to happen. And AJ Barr called them out and went ham in the press briefing. So we're going to talk about some of the things that he that he said in this press briefing here. Let's take a look. As this is from uh, Zero Head, Twitter blocks tweets on China. Human rights abuses story as AJ Barr decries Silicon Valley collaboration with CCP. Twitter is now blocking tweets on Chinese, Chinese human rights. This is the company we're dealing with. It's disgusting. 
As the Trump administration weighs a travel ban on CCP officials, A.J. Bill Barr delivered a speech warning about the complicity of Silicon Valley and Hollywood in helping to perpetuate the CCP's growing influence over American culture. Criticizing China for resisting political liberalization that Americans once believed would eventually follow along with the economic liberalization agenda. Beijing is now embarking on a mission to elevate itself as a locus of geopolitical power to rival the U.S. Barr complained that Hollywood has become too willing to, co- to kowtow to Beijing, censoring not just versions of movies that are shown in China, but also those that are released in the U.S. And this has been a problem for a very long time. And there's just a <laughs> there's just a screenshot of the uh, of what Jack, the CEO of Twitter, tweeted out yesterday, saying how it was a tough day for us at Twitter. Well, it's going to be a tough day for you for a very long time. Many Hollywood firms have been altered one way or another. This is Bill Barr talking. Altered one way or another to please the CCP, and many other scripts never see the light of day due to self-censorship. Barr added that it's tantamount to a massive propaganda coup, and that's what it is. This is an infiltration from the inside out. This is what Q's been talking about, and this is a big part of the problem. He also invoked the memory of Walt Disney saying the found we saying the found would be ashamed. The founder would be ashamed of what happened to his company. I suspect Walt Disney would be disheartened to see how the company he founded deals with the foreign dictatorships of our day. Barr said in his speech at the Gerald R. Ford Presidential Museum. As an example, Barr cited World War Z, which reportedly contained a scene where the protagonist speculated the virus originated in China. Examples of this type of censorship have grown increasingly common, Barr said. He also accused the American tech behemoths from Google to Facebook and Twitter of doing the CCP's bidding. He did. He went all out on, on, on everyone that was involved with China and continues to do more business with China. The fundamental character of the regime has never changed as its ruthless cro- uh, crackdown of Hong Kong shows once again, China is no lo- no closer to democracy today than it was in 1989. Over the years, Google, Microsoft, Yahoo, and Apple have shown themselves all too willing to collaborate with the Communist Party of China, Barr said. As if to underscore his point, just as Barr was speaking, one of the New York Times reporters who was recently booted out of Beijing by the CCP complained that Twitter had censored one of, one of his tweets about a horrifying forced sterilization camp in Uyghur, in, in Uyghur women. And that is the tweet right here. And this was flagged by Twitter. Someone spilling the beans on forced sterilization and Twitter is blocking it and censoring it. What a surprise. And there was more examples of this. There's the actual video here. So you guys can find that on Zero Hedge. But Barr was pretty much calling out anybody and everybody that is involved with helping China push their propaganda machine inside this company. And it's very true because... A lot of a lot of mo- a lot of these movies that we are seeing, parts of it, if they don't align to what China wants, they're altered, they're self-censored. Everything that we see in the mainstream is censored and self-censored. So it's pleasing others, it's pandering to others, and now it's more and more clear that Russia was never really the enemy that we should have been focusing on. It's been China this entire time. And just another quote here along the same. Um, Along the same subject here, just from the Epic Times, this is also Barr talking to the companies that are working with them. Some of these intermediaries may not even realize what they're being used as pawns because they, too, have been deceived. Talking about businesses and business leaders that are working with China. Actions by America's business elite who speak for Chinese companies or Beijing may implicate the Foreign Agents Registration Act, Barr said. The law requires those working on behalf of a foreign government or entity to register with 
the Justice Department. And right now, the Trump administration is severely cracking down on China. He just signed an executive order in Hong Kong, I think, just the other day. There's more and more action from from this administration cracking down on China, and it's more than I've ever seen in my entire life. So Bill Barr is calling out these tech companies, and we're still waiting for the Section 230 um, antitrust laws to come through and what Barr, how Barr is going to move forward with how, how he's going to deal with the big tech companies and censorship and all this other stuff. It's all wrapped up into all this, and it's, it just seems like this is all coming to a crescendo at this point. They're getting exposed for censorship, and now they're getting exposed for help, literally helping the Chinese push the propaganda into this country. And it also, with the timing of what happened with Soros' Open Society Foundation, think about it. They told Soros and his foundation anything that's being pushed in this country that's being paid for to push anti-American laws are no longer allowed to be happening here. It's this whole movement of how this, how many how our country was set up under the previous administrations that we were slowly getting bled out from all these different places. America was just getting essentially raped, just getting completely bled out from all of these places. And now it seems like the bleeding is starting to stop. China's getting called out. Big tech's getting called out. Hollywood's getting called out. They're all having meltdowns. Ghislaine Maxwell's arrested. Think about all the things that are happening. So don't tell me nothing's happening. There is a lot. A lot that's happening. So let's transition gears here to COVID because it's getting worse and worse for these narrative pushers that are trying to push COVID back down our throats. Quick article here from Fox 35 Orlando. We all heard about all these numbers and how bad Florida was and all these positive cases and they're just skyrocketing because, you know, everyone out there is partying and just doing whatever the hell they want. Well, this is from Orlando, Florida from Fox 35. Noticed errors in the state's report on positive Rates, the Florida Department of Health said that some laboratories have not been reporting negative test result data to the state. Shocker. Countless labs have reported a 100% positivity rate, which means every single person tested was positive, which we know cannot be true. Other labs had had very high positivity rates. Fox 35 News found that testing sites like one local central care reported that 83 people were tested and all tested positive. Then NFC. NCF Diagnostics in Alchua reported 88% of tests were positive. And they're saying, how could this be? Well, the report showed that Orlando Health had a 98% positivity rate. However, when Fox 35 News contacted the hospital, they confirmed errors in the report. Orlando Health positivity rate is only 9.4% and not 98% as in the report. And the fake news carried this as far as they could, and they're still doing it now. We talked about it on my Tuesday stream, and thank you guys for hanging out with me on that night. I had a power out of Jets by there's two different streamed episodes there. They're about 30 minutes each, but they are still trying to push this and push this and push this. And we had another article here from Just the News. Florida Hospital admits its COVID positivity rate is 10 times lower than first reported. So the media will not retract any of these stories. They are going to push this as much as they can because we're already seeing it. We're already seeing more states. The states just outright mandate masks now. It happened in California and yesterday Alabama did theirs and thank God we had a state like Georgia where the governor literally said they will not impose statewide statewide, uh, masks. And I'm shocked New York hasn't done it yet. But don't worry because New York right now, they just put out a new law and I only know this because I live there, is 
if you're going to a restaurant now, if you're going to order, if you're going to drink, you have to order food with it. Otherwise, you're not allowed to drink there. This is this is the insanity of living in a democratic state at this point. It never stops. It literally never stops. And it's not just in New York. This is from Steve Eager on tw- on Twitter. The state of Texas today had to remove 3,484 cases from its COVID-19 positive case count because the San Antonio Health Department was reporting probable cases for people never actually being tested as confirmed. People are being told they are, are positive, but they're not even being tested and they're just throwing the numbers anyways. And what other departments make the same mistake? It never, ever ends. And the funny part about all this is in the midst of all this, all this chaos with COVID and the the destruction of these narratives, this is from the blaze. Dr. Fauci says, you can trust me. (laughs) You can trust me after white house advisor slams him as wrong about everything. And Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the national Institute of allergy and infectious diseases. And one of the top medical experts I would not say this man's an expert by any means. He is a puppet. He is a mouthpiece of the Democratic Party. And the coronavirus task force assured the public that he could be trusted even after a White House advisor ripped his record in a USA Today opinion piece. And I have I have that piece right here. It's from, from just a different, different article because U.S. opinion is probably fake news and it's trash. So I got it from DJHJmedia.com. Peter Navarro op-ed. Fauci has been wrong about everything I have interacted with him on. This is great. So when you ask me whether I listen to Dr. Fauci's advice, my answer is only with skepticism and caution. Navarro said after describing a list of his concerns with Fauci in an op-ed he wrote titled, Anthony Fauci has been wrong about everything I have interacted with him on in US Today, USA Today. Navarro wrote that he pushed the president to take the coronavirus threat seriously and start a travel ban on flights from China in January, which is one of the most prolific decisions that that Trump made way early before anyone was telling him when Nancy was doing her thing, making fun of Trump, walking around in Chinatown in her her city. Everyone ripped him for and called him xenophobic for doing this. But Navarro was the one that that pushed it, it was done, and it saved probably hundreds of thousands of lives. But Fauci, again, didn't want to go through with this. He says he fought against the president's courageous decision, which might well have saved hundreds of thousands of American lives, he wrote. Wow, look at that. Navarro also said that Fauci told the news media in January not to worry about a potential pandemic and described the virus threat as low risk. When we were building new mask capacity in record time, Fauci was flip-flopping on the use of masks, which we have seen so many times now. With the stupid mask, he wrote about Fauci's original recommendation to not wear a mask when the pandemic first came here. Navarro also challenged Fauci for dismissing the hydroxychloroquine as a method to combat the virus, despite scientific studies showing its success. That's the thing about leftists, which Dr. Fauci most definitely is. Leftists and Democrats are right now posting on social media platforms that Donald Trump doesn't believe in science, and it's completely not true. He said, not only is that an absurdity on the face of it, but it is a fact that the president has followed every recommendation from Dr. Fauci and Burks. They have said so on multiple occasions. But Dr. Fauci wants us to trust him. Has literally anything that come out of that has come out of that man's mouth? has helped this country whatsoever. Nobody was watching the press briefings when we were in the midst of this pandemic when it first started, was looking to hear from Dr. Fauci. If you were, you're probably there to listen and laugh at him like we wait and listen to laugh at Joe Biden. We were there to listen to to Trump speak because 
This entire thing ruined his rallies, which is something we were all looking forward to. But what can you do, right? What can you do? So in the midst of all this, in the midst of all this, we still have Democrat states like New York who are releasing prisoners at unprecedented rates while they completely neuter their police. And the same thing is happening out in California. 18,000 prisoners, ladies and gentlemen, to be released by end of August, California Department of Corrections says. An estimated 8,000 inmates could be eligible for release by the end of August, in addition to the state's reduction of about 10,000 inmates since Governor Governor Gavin Newsom declared a state of emergency in March. The CDCR said its previous pandemic emergency decompression efforts have reduced inmate population uh, system-wide by approximately 10,000 people. But look at the numbers here, guys. This is what's most important. According to the CDCR, the state's approximate 115,000 inmates, roughly 2,400 prisoners have tested positive for the coronavirus, and at least 31 prisoners have died from COVID-19. Now, you know damn well right now, because I was I was inside the state prisons in New York when this went back in February and March, and this was just getting ramped up, and we know how botched the tests were, how botched the, re- the reporting of the results are of these tests. We just saw how Florida was saying they almost had a hundred percent positive rate for like eighty nine out of eighty nine people, and really it was like it was like fifteen percent positive rate. So this entire agenda of democratic states pushing criminals back out into the streets. My whole entire thing is what happens after this is all over? Do these criminals just, they, they're just released. They're done. They're not going to go back to the police station, to the jails and turn themselves in. Are you kidding me? This is the destruction of America. Essentially. This is what we're seeing. What other reason can you possibly think of releasing inmates, people that are seen every day now, and especially in New York, seeing women, old ladies, just people in general getting attacked, choke-holded, strangled on the street with their stuff taken. I saw one today of a woman walking with her baby, choked. The stroller was, the stroller was flipped over with the baby in it, choked out, unconscious on the ground, and the guy, I don't know if he stole anything, I didn't see anything, but he just runs away. And we have de Blasio and Gavin Newsom and Cuomo, all these douchebag governors completely neutering our police to the point where they don't even want to interact with any of these people because their lives and their jobs are probably more on the line than the actual criminals are. And I've been saying this week after week after week, and it's just really sad. This is why we need to be back. We need to back our police right now because it just does not make sense. And these are the same people that are out there probably looting, looting and destroying the businesses of the people that live in these cities. And the same people that are getting their lives destroyed are told to keep their mouth shut, put a mask on, and stay inside. But if you're AOC, though, if you're AOC, she'll tell you that these people are rioting and looting because they're hungry and they need bread and milk to survive. This is literally something she said a couple of days ago. She's blaming blaming jobs and poverty, and this is the main reason as to why these people are destroying their businesses. This is what she said. So here we are from James Wood. AOC was right. This is heartbreaking video of starving New Yorkers stealing bread. Hidden in shoeboxes tells the tale. Don't be fooled by their fat asses. These people are starving. And you guys remember this video? Them niggas ain't playing. They going to get them Team Jordans right now. God damn, niggas is still coming out. What you got, bro? Let me see. You guys don't need to hear it. Yeah, it looks like there is a lot of bread there. 
A lot of bread. All I see are Nike shoes. I see shirts, other merchandise. People are walking into stores with coolers. With coolers. And I bet you those coolers aren't filled with food. They're filled with shoes, probably. AOC, though, will tell you, though, don't worry. Don't worry. It's just bread and milk. These people are starving. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. But there is some there is some uh there is some light at the end of this tunnel from NBC News today of all places, support shockingly. It's not their it's not their headline or tweet, it's the picture. A public meeting in Utah about a mask policy for school children was abruptly adjourned when people without masks packed the room. And yeah, hell yeah. I love this. This is the exact opposite of what we need to be doing. No, this is exactly what you need to be doing. Utah County Commissioner Tanner Ainge said of the meeting in Provo. And look at this. Most of these people are in here, and there's people coming with signs that say no mask. And they ended the meeting because they just did not want to deal with it. It's really, really funny. But at the same time, this is what this is. We need to see more of this. We need to see. More of this stuff going on. More people standing up because it's literally all it takes. It's really, it's really that simple. So in other news, let's transition here. This is from Just the News. If you guys didn't hear, Tuberville defeats Sessions in Alabama GOP primary runoff. And to me, there's a lot of conspiracy theories going along with this. So we're going to speculate in just a little bit. So in one of the most closely watched 2020 Senate primary races, former Alabama Jeff Sessions on Tuesday failed to recapture his former seat in a race against Trump-backed former star football coach Tommy Tuberville. And President Trump on Tuesday's night hailed the news. Wow, just called Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville won big against Jeff Sessions. Will be great. Will be a great senator for the incredible people of Alabama. Now, from what most people are, I'm hearing and telling me that Jeff Sessions didn't win because of the few that him and Trump had. A lot of people don't trust Sessions still. Trump called them out in the, we're still waiting for the book, for the book to come out on Sessions. Me personally, I'm not sure. So what are people talking about as far as, as far as what, what could this possibly mean? Sessions losing because we know Q has talked about Sessions and I think Q has even said trust Sessions. I just have to go back and read the drops. But I'm pretty sure that's those are in some of the drops. Well, a lot of people are saying this is good because now when Sessions testifies against the Swamp and Hollywood or whoever else that's going to be testifying, this is good looks because he is now going to completely disconnect and take himself out of the picture of being connected to Trump. And now, technically... He can testify in a court against any one of these people now. Maybe he was investigating. Maybe he was already investigating these people and handed it over to Barr, and it was out of his hands now. And now, since he's completely separated, he lost, he can now testify in a court. And that's what a lot of people think, and me and myself think as well. Again, this is speculation. I have no sauce for this. This is something that I'm just thinking is going to happen. What other reasons I, can, I can't think of? You guys can let me know in the comments. What do you think is going to happen with Sessions? I would love to know. But here we are from Define, Define Projection. He also said this. Someday soon, exemplary patriot Jeff Sessions will take public role in the prosecution of the deep state and will need as much political separation from President Trump as possible. Actors will act. Remember, Q has said this is a movie. So just keep that in mind. This is exactly what could be happening. And as far as Sessions, there is a great possibility that he's going to be talking about people, for example, like Susan Rice. And here we are from just the news. Susan Rice is still saying today Obama administration was absolutely not spying on Trump campaign and she's tripling, 
quadrupling down, ladies and gentlemen. She is still saying absolutely no, it did not happen. It's false. That is another lie designed to deflect from the president's own very bizarre relationship with Russia. And don't forget, everybody, this is supposedly one of Joe Biden's running mates for VP. This should be good. President Trump is in some sort of fever dream about the Obama administration when all we tried to do was to, was to execute, yeah, execute America, despite the Trump administration or incoming administration reluctance. And look at what she said. The most responsible transition we possibly could have presided over, she also said. Now, remember, remember the D-class notes that Catherine Heritage dropped. Remember when Obama said, is there anything that we shouldn't be telling or we shouldn't be saying to the Trump transition team? Obama's words. And Susan Rice is still saying the most responsible transition we possibly could have presided over. Oh, this is going to get good. This is why I think Jeff Sessions is going to distance himself because he, people have the dirt on all these people. And you want to know who else has the dirt on these people? It's going to be General Flynn. And Trump had some answers for Catherine Heritage here. She says, uh, question, will you pardon General Flynn, President Trump? And let's hear his answer. Take a watch. He's been destroyed, but he'll make a comeback. He's going to make a great comeback. Would you have him back into the White House? I would. I think he's a great gentleman. He's a great, he's been in the military for many, many decades, actually. Mm -hmm. Highly respected. What General Flynn went through is so unfair, and he's still going through it. If he were a Democrat, that would have never happened, number one. And number two, if it did happen, it would have been an immediate exoneration. With us, it's always harder. But in the meantime, I'm here, and they're not. Boom. Love it. And he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. And this is why, when I see things like Trump, uh, Flynn possibly coming on the campaign trail... It's super exciting, and we have another here, another article here from yesterday from the New York Post saying he's a great gentleman. Trump said he welcomed Flynn back on campaign, and it's just talk right now, but I can almost guarantee it. You are going to see Flynn on the campaign trail, and there's even news that Roger Stone is going to be on the campaign trail with Trump as well. It's going to send diehard liberals just over the edge seeing that just Roger Stone alone because, again, he's one of Trump's buddies that Trump just decided to get off of, right? That's what's being pushed here. But it's just really funny seeing all this, all this come out, all this happen. So other thing, other in other news here, let's see if this will load here from True Pundit. Want to get this out here, a little update on Ghislaine Maxwell as we wrap up the show here. Ghislaine Maxwell reportedly has tapes of two prominent U.S. politicians having sex with minors. And I'm not going to go crazy in depth into this article here because it, it just slows the crap out of my computer. It's anytime I go on True Pundit. But they're pretty much just talking about how there was there was a guy here. Uh, let's see. Somebody was testifying. Some very powerful people are undoubtedly in full panic mode right now after a former friend of Ghislaine Maxwell, that alleged former madame of Jeffrey Epstein, claimed that the British socialite has tapes of two prominent U.S. politicians having sex with minors. The friend is a former jewel robber who used the pseudo, pseudonym William Steele, and he claimed that Maxwell and Epstein forced him to watch the footage as they wanted to convince him of their power. He also alleged to have seen clips of various celebrities and world figures having threesomes, even orgies with minors. Now, there is another link that goes off the article that I want to see here because it adds some great context. Now, this person, he's anonymous. We don't know who he is, but he claims he he was close with Ghislaine Maxwell. And the thing I want to read down here, let's see, is this it? I think so. Hold on. I'll find it. This is, oh, here it is down here. This is it right here. 
Steele went on to say that while Maxwell was loyal to Epstein, she knew that he would be her undoing someday. She said to me that she often thought she needed to do something about Epstein telling me he is going to be the death of me, he said. So while she protected him and helped him, she was simultaneously plotting against him and trying to distance herself. She knew they could drag each other down. I think she, she saw herself as the more respectable of the two. She wanted me to do something about Jeff. And you wonder why... You wonder why Jeffrey Epstein supposedly killed himself. And I've, I've been saying for a long time now, I think Ghislaine was the boss really behind the scenes. And she knew, she knew Epstein was coming down at some point. She just knew. And how could you not? How could you not see this coming? So we're going to have to see. And to tie it all up today, we're going to add here Chrissy Teigen. She blocked 1 million Twitter accounts yesterday. And yes, you cannot go on her profile and harass her anymore. And she even called out Twitter today saying that if, if they don't do anything about all the trolls, she is going to leave the platform. And guess what? No one will miss her. But Teigen does have something to be very afraid of. And I played this on, I played this on my uh, channel on Tuesday. These are some of the tweets that she deleted as well. I just saw a baby that looked like a porn star, like a trashy do anything porn star. Is this wrong to think? These are just some of the tweets that she deleted. But the video I want to show all of you guys was this one right here with her husband, John Legend, talking about a question here. Very interesting answer, especially after recent events about what these people do. Watch this clip, guys. If you haven't seen it, you're going to watch it right now. Take a watch. Pick it out, read it, and answer. Public place, you did it. Is this the best or the worst? What do you do? The best. Okay, the best. Um, probably the Obama thing. What's the? Oh God! Oh God! John, what? What? What is? What is your wife talking about? Look at that face. He is pissed. What happened? We're not going to discuss that. We're not going to discuss it? We're not. We're not. Oh, my God. (laughs) Secret Service. Come here. Jump back in. Hi. Look at John. Look at... I don't... Hi. We're not talking about it. That's the truth. That is an awesome answer. Not the White House. It was not at the White House. 100% not at the White House. He was not elected yet. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're moving on. I'm sorry. I'm in trouble now. Oh, I'm in trouble now. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So what do you got to hide, Tegan? What do you got to hide? So that's everything, ladies and gentlemen. So on your way out, make sure you like this episode, you share, you subscribe, tell your friends and family that we are the news now. We have so much to cover. We're just 400 subscribers away from hitting 90,000. I can't wait. So check out the uh, check out the YouTube, like, share, subscribe, comment. Check out the Patreon here for all of my for all my diehard, diehard fans out there that want to sign up for my Patreon. I have four great tiers here if they would load. There we go. All these articles here are slowing down the computer. Go to BitChute, of course, as my backup channel to YouTube and all that good stuff. And of course, guys, check out my store. I have so much new merch here. I have tanks, women's and ladies, V-necks, all different kinds of designs here. Defund the media, um, the Woke Society's ones, Orange Man Rad, all these cool things. This is all supporting local businesses in the United States, and all these products are American-made. So go check it out. Check out my sponsor. Thank you guys for listening out there on podcast. Thank you guys for watching. Let me know what you think of this episode in the comments below. Everything you need is also in the description. So thank you. Thank you guys again. We're going to hit 100,000. We're so close. So with that, stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke.